You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Travel Talk Weekly Show. I'm your host, Rob, along with my co-host and favorite wife ever, Carrie. I am your first and only wife. Oh, okay. Well, don't ruin the moment. Anyway, you're listening to episode number 28, Why Now is the Best Time to Book a Cruise. Original air date, April 21st, 2020. As we record this, we are still in a stay-at-home order here in Florida, like pretty much everywhere else in the country. And yes, this is a great time to book your future cruise. Some people may think we're kind of crazy. But why? Actually, a lot of people probably think that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, outside of this. But because all of the cruise lines right now are shut down, and so they're putting out some pretty decent deals for you to book now for travel later in 2020 and into 2021. I think that once we know when the end is in sight for this crisis, the floodgates will open for travel, but specifically cruises. And you and I have been talking about this a lot because we are talking to people who are booking trips. That is our business. And we're still booking cruises for later this year. we are. And we've discovered that there are three types of cruisers. So you're going to probably be in one of these three categories. And but really, it's, al- it's also travelers in general. It is. Yeah. It's also I would say travelers it's in kinda, general. It cross pollinates to use a nature term. Yeah. <laughs> there are three types of travelers and cruisers. The first type is the person who is, I am ready to go right now. As soon as they lift all these stay at home orders, let's go. Today. Today. I want to get out of the house. Take me anywhere. Take me somewhere. I don't care. So they are ready. If the cruise lines started sailing tomorrow, they would be the first to call and say, I'm, let's let's go. I want to get on that ship. The second category would be, I'm going to go somewhere later this summer, maybe early fall. As soon as everything is a bit safer. I'm not going to go right away, but I am really ready to travel. It's just going to be a little bit later, late summer, early fall. And I'm seeing a lot of people fall into this category. I would say this is probably the majority of people because think about it. You have holiday trips coming up. You have kids fall break. And so that's why the fall and even into like the Christmas and New Year's holidays, people are, if they're in this category, that's what they're looking at. Now, this next category and the third and final one is the person who says, I'm just waiting until everything is back to normal, which means I'm not going anywhere until next year. They still want to travel, but within the next like probably nine months, no way they're going to travel. So they're looking for trips further out. And this is also a a fairly good chunk of people. I think everybody wants to travel. The only question is when. And I think those three categories we just talked about would encompass most of the people out there that want to travel right away, pretty soon, or next year. I can tell you we are absolutely category number one. If there were cruises sailing right now, we would be on them. We've already missed two cruises and had to alter a third trip just in the 30 or 40 days we've been in this little coronavirus bubble. We're altering a July trip, our October trip. We may even make some changes on. We were planning on going to Europe again. But regardless of which of those applies to you, if you're a a category, let's say one, a two, or a three, now is the time to book your cruise. 
The cruise lines have crazy deals out there to get you excited to get out there and at least book your next cruise. And you and I were talking about this week, we're talking about a, a trip to Europe for your birthday this summer. And I can tell you, I got excited just looking at the different options we're going on. We're looking at airfare. We're looking at, okay, we're going to go on an Adventures by Disney River cruise, seven night round trip from Paris. We're going to go to Disneyland Paris afterwards. We're selecting the hotel. We're looking at first class airfare because it's, you know, it's a birthday trip. That's how we do birthday palooza. <laughs> and the airfares are pretty good right now. They are. They are fantastic. And we're like, oh my gosh. Like I remember, you know, this weekend just sitting around the computer with you going, okay, what's next? What else do we have to plan? So let's look. And you're right. The airfare was low and the seating availability was wide open. Which tells you what people are booking, but why it's important, whether you are in a one, two, or three, to start thinking about and booking your next cruise is because what will happen about, I will say, six months from now when everything is back to the, the new normal. I heard somebody say they hate that term. And I I'm, do I'm too. starting to hate it too. I know. So don't even use it. I know. Um, pardon me. Can we edit that out? <laughs> so once things are back up and people are comfortable booking, the supply and demand for these cruises is going to be crazy. So we definitely advise you, if you want to take that trip, and even if you want to go a year from now, or you can actually book some cruises into 2022, we always say, put down your deposit and lock in your room. You have the best choice of cabins right now. And if you can book airfare, the airfares are great right now. So we say, go ahead, deposit and plan your trip because you know what's even more important than just booking the trip is having something to look forward to. The anticipation. It's the anticipation. It's having that, you know, your your countdown chart on your refrigerator saying how many days until vacation. It doesn't matter if it's 365 or if it's 65. You need something to look forward to. Everybody loves vacations. I love vacations. Kind of why we're in this business. I know, right? We love travel. <laughs> and it's been really hard to not have something solid. I mean, we go to Disney at least once a month. And our streak is about to end. Our streak has ended. We will not be going in April. Right, but it's still April. So it technically April, the streak didn't end. We know it's coming We know, there. we know it is. And we miss it. And we miss being able to have something solid on the books where it's like, oh man, you know, I'm going to go get my nails done for that trip. Or Wait, was that me or you? That was me. Okay, good. Well, you like getting pedicures, so. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> but it's that anticipation leading up to a trip. And I think that's what's been so frustrating for people who had vacations planned for spring break and now that anticipation just got chopped off. And it's you going, well, wait, I need a new outfit for this trip. Exactly. That's part <laughs> of the fun. <laughs> Before we get into some of the amazing cruise deals, I do want to say one of the questions that we often get asked is, when is the best time to take a cruise? Not just the season or the month or, you know, should I do spring break? But here's our answer when we talk to our clients. This is hands down the best time to cruise. And this is actually the best week of the entire year to take a cruise. And of course, this is our opinion, but you know, we're kind of good at this. And that is Thanksgiving week. And here's why is that most people are going to have Thursday off, if not Thursday and Friday. And so you're only using three days of your vacation. And I can tell you from years of being in the travel industry, Thanksgiving week, the the bar is set so low. There's almost no expectations from almost anybody of getting anything accomplished during that week. And at first, it you know, a lot of people are like, why do you want to cruise on Thanksgiving? That's time to get together with your family 
And you know what? You can cruise with your family. You can. And have somebody else make your Thanksgiving dinner. And so that's kind of part of the fun. But I love the Thanksgiving cruises. And this is something you and I have started saying we should do one every year. I agree. And the one thing I will say that held us back is that for, you know, until my mom passed, she was living with us. And there is no way that, you know, with mom being here that we were going to leave and go on a Thanksgiving cruise without her. And she loved the tradition. She loved the cooking and just hanging out and, and me watching football on TV while you two were in the kitchen cooking, making the Neiman Marcus dip, mom's <laughs> famous stuffing. And since she passed, you know, a few years ago, we realized that Thanksgiving week is one of the best times to travel. It is. So we've actually done this on two very opposite types of ships. One of them was on Norwegian Cruise Line, so mass market ship. Out of Tampa. Out of Tampa. That was awesome. And we did a Western Caribbean itinerary. It was awesome. I loved just being with all these other people. Here's what's really unique is for you and I, since a lot of people are traveling as families, normally we try to sit at a table where we'll meet other cruisers on this particular cruise we just sat with just the two of us. And so that actually was something that was kind of special where it was just, you know what, this is kind of that romantic dinner every night. And someone was cooking for us. And cleaning up for us. Okay, that is there is that too. <laughs> and our other cruise Thanksgiving story was just this past year when we were doing the Southern Caribbean on Windstar. That is top five ever cruise. Yeah, that Regardless was of really that, fun. Yeah, forget about that it was Thanksgiving. Top five cruise ever. The fact that it was Thanksgiving was just kind of the... The cherry on top of the mashed potatoes. <laughs> you don't put cherries on mashed potatoes. I know, but it, it wasn't cake because, you know, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> the, the gravy. On, the gravy, yeah. It was the, the gravy potatoes. on the, Well done. <laughs> but it was fun, though, to be on a smaller ship, and we really got to know a whole bunch of other people, but to see families that were on there enjoying it. Cruising together. Cruising together. And everybody we talked to, because we always ask, and we like to see what other travelers like, all of them were saying, we love cruising during Thanksgiving. We want to do this every year. It takes all the pressure off. Yeah, it does. And there's activities for the family. So a lot of times families will get together for that one day. You know, the kids, they'll go do their thing and mom, dad, they'll do their thing. But you're only there for one day. So if, when you have a whole week with your family or take a shorter cruise, take like a four or five night cruise, you still are able to create those memories, but you have a much longer time to do it. And yeah, I just, I'm a big proponent of cruising and getting the family together. And I think the only other time that we had traveled and not been, you know, here at home for Thanksgiving was we did the Macy's Day Parade in New York. That was pretty cool. And even that, you know, going to the parade, being part of that, I don't think I'd do it again. It was very, very cold that Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. very, very cold. <laughs> we stayed in a hotel. They had the traditional Thanksgiving kind of buffet thing, and that was a blast. I really like being gone on the road, on a trip, on a cruise. I think that's that's going to be our go-to thing. We're always going to be gone Thanksgiving week. If you are planning a cruise in the future. As you should be. As you should be. We have some fun deals for you. And just know that, again, this is April 21st. These deals can change daily right now. So, or hourly in or some Or hourly. Cases. But it'll give you a sense of what is out there right now and the importance of booking early. Some of you may know that we like to promote Royal Caribbean and their cruise line partners because it's not only Royal, it's Celebrity, Azamara, and Silver Sea. And the reason is that if you have status on Royal Caribbean, you have status on the other lines as well. Very different from, say, a Carnival or Norwegian, even though we love both of those cruise lines as well. And they all have some really great deals that are out. I do think that don't ever 
pigeonhole yourself and say, well, I will only sail on Royal Caribbean or I will only go on Disney cruises because there is a cruise line for everybody and for every stage in your life. And so you're definitely going to graduate to different cruise lines that you like. Like right now, for mass market, I would much rather go on a celebrity if I want to do one of the bigger ships. But you and I are definitely more of the um, the smaller ships. We like that experience better. But if you have young teenagers, you probably aren't going to be going on a small ship. That would not be the right fit exactly. for you. And you know, the teens, they love the bigger ships because that gives them the ability to hide from their family. If you're on <laughs> it's a small true, ship, it's you true. really can't do that. <laughs> it's true. Well, let's start with Royal Caribbean. As long as we've been in the travel industry from the cruise line perspective, invariably someone will come to us, well, I will never sail on this line, or I will never sail on this line. And every time they say that, it's cruise lines we've sailed with and we've loved. So as you mentioned, don't say, when it comes to cruise lines, you probably don't want to use that phrase, I will never. Yeah, for sure. And this is where a travel advisor slash travel agent comes into play because they can help you navigate some of these offers. This happens weekly with us and actually happened over the weekend. We had one of our clients who they were scheduled to go on a trip at the beginning of April. Their cruise got canceled. No. And they fall into category one. They're like, we want to go. We've seen these awesome airfares to New Orleans and we're looking at this cruise. It looks way cheaper. So all that future cruise credit looks like we can go for free and have some extra to spend on the ship. So I said, great, let me look at it. So I pulled it up. And I immediately said, this is not the ship for their family. They have four kids and the kids are teenagers and the ship is one of the smallest ones for Royal Caribbean. Now I will say the rate for a seven night cruise, and she said, get the cheapest cabin, the cheapest cabin for a seven night cruise out of New Orleans was $431 per person. That's pretty cheap. And then plus your port fees and taxes, but that was way cheap for a seven night cruise. However, I let her know I would not advise that particular cruise because that ship is their smallest one. And as far as the Royal Caribbean experience goes, there's a better ship for the teenagers. This one, all it would have is the Rockwall. Okay, which ship was that? Was it the Minnow of the Sea? <laughs> Almost. It was the Majesty of <laughs> it was the, the Sea. The Chicken of the Sea. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Majesty of the Seas, which is a great ship, but for the right person. Now, on the flip side, we were able to find another cruise that did Southern Caribbean on Freedom of the Seas, which has your flow riders. It has an ice rink. We've it sailed has, on that ship. Yeah, I love that ship. Lots of stuff to do on that ship. Perfect for the kids. And that one was coming in around $600 per person for a seven-night cruise, but a much, much better experience. So that was one of the you know, the deals I was seeing out there. Again, these were for July trips, and that is a great value. As we were doing some research for this show, I just pulled up a random example. I said, okay, well, let me find a three-night cruise. And I did that. Royal Caribbean from Port Canaveral to the Bahamas that includes a perfect day at Coco Cay. And what that is is Coco Cay is Royal's new private island. It opened less than a year ago, and this was on Mariner of the Seas. Which they had recently refurbished. They did. They and did they a added whole some, makeover. Yeah. So they amplified it. You know what they should call it? They should call it a cruise ship makeover. Because <laughs> when you say refurbishment, 
Yeah, not the same thing. It's well, like, they, no, they're, they call it amplified. Royal Caribbean calls it amplified. Right, but they should put it in terms we already know. Yeah, we did a total ship makeover. I know, right? Oh my gosh, that could be a TV show. <laughs> uh, note to self, write that down. <laughs> With prices starting at 175 per person for an inside cabin, throw in taxes and fees, the total price for two people for this cruise, $531. Keep in mind, when cruising, for those of you that have never been, that includes your food, and entertainment for four days and three nights. I don't know if you can live at home and eat and have entertainment and all that thing. Like we go to a concert, we know we're spending a couple hundred bucks there. So that is a really great deal. The key is you got to jump on those and grab them when you see them. They can go quickly. This next example completely took me by surprise. And this cruise is a seven night sailing on Oasis of the Seas, which when she was built, was the biggest cruise ship in the world. Eclipsed very soon after that by a few inches, her sister ship, Allure of the Seas. Now they have a couple of those Oasis-class ships. This one surprised me so much. I'm literally ready to book this right now. (laughs) I know there's no travel agent rates, and I don't care. I will pay the public rate for this particular cruise. For July, they have some really good pricing. So again, if you're in that category one, great time to jump on these. Hopefully they will sail. We don't know for sure, but get this. You can get a guaranteed balcony, and so that is a guarantee as in the cruise line will pick what balcony you go in. I'm sure they'll be very good at it. And this is for a seven-night cruise, keep that in mind, on Oasis of the Seas, and it is $477 per person plus your port fees and taxes. Okay, I thought that was going to be higher. Yeah, right? No, that is pretty amazing. Is there any way we can just like pause the show really quick and go put that on hold? Because here's what I know. If that cruise doesn't go, they'll offer us a future cruise credit, which is like free money. Yeah, right. So all in all, once everything has evened out and they've added the port fees and taxes are like 140, you're looking at spending about $1,235 for two people. That's less than $100 per person per day. It's actually $88 per person per day. And that includes all your food. Okay, I've not been in school for a long time, but I'm assuming I have 88 is less than 100. <laughs> I get is. that part. For, for emphasis. But, for your cabin, all your meals, all your entertainment. I'm in, by the way, and what was the date on that? And that was for July 4th. Most of the July sailings actually were pretty good. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Book them, Dano. <laughs> we're not going to be booking that because I want to go to Europe. We can do both. No. For that price, we can do no, both. No, no, no. Tell me you, you at least got the Hawaii Five O reference. I did. Thank I you. Did. I did. Now, fast forward a year just to give you a comparison. And those cruises start at about 1170 per person for an inside cabin. So your balconies are 1420 per person. So that gives you kind of an idea of just a an apples to apples comparison on why if you are ready and you want to go now, you can get some really great deals for July and for August. And if the cruise doesn't happen, they do have their cruise with confidence. You can always cancel up to 48 hours before and get 100% of what you put down back. Or if they end up canceling it, then take a gamble. And now you have 125% future cruise credit as long as they continue to do that. Who knows? They may change things, which some things have changed. So to sum up, for less than half the price of a cruise next year with an inside cabin, I can get a balcony cabin for this year. That is true. Count me in. Now, here's what's going to happen, though. Don't let that 2021 price kind of scare you and say, oh, well, the pricing is really high right now. That's not what could be the case a year from now. What's going to happen 
people will get more and more comfortable booking, but those cabins, that inventory is going to get lower and lower. The cruise lines operate on supply and demand. So the fewer cabins that become available, the prices start going up. So you actually can lock in your price now. And then a year from now, another person could book the exact same category and they will pay more than you. They absolutely will. And to me, it's a great use of your stimulus check if you were fortunate enough to get one of those. This is a really good vacation investment because you're either going to get a fantastic rate to go pretty soon or a 25% credit on a future cruise. That's a win-win. Now, one cruise I highly recommend if you want to go in 2021, you definitely put your deposit down and lock in your cabin, and that is any Alaska cruise sailing. Super important because they've been hit the hardest. And many of the cruises and the cruise tours specifically are slowly getting canceled for the entire season. And so if Alaska is on your bucket list, you missed out this year, put your deposit down now and get that locked in. And again, just get something on your schedule. In the ones that we've been rebooking that have canceled and they're moving to 2021, we are seeing the pricing has pretty much been almost the exact same as if they had booked a year ago. And so the pricing right now for Alaska is looking pretty darn good. And Alaska is a place that you and I were talking about doing, you know, probably late late spring this year with Silver Sea. Obviously, that's going to get pushed back. For those of you that have listened to us on some of the past shows, that was the very first cruise you and I ever took together back in 05, a place I definitely want to go back. And I want to go back with Silver Sea because I cannot imagine doing Alaska on a cruise with a personal butler who I'm going to call Jeeves. Okay. Jeeves, please fetch me my binoculars. (laughs) Well, that brings me to the last point on if you are booking your future travel, make sure because I think we're all going to appreciate traveling more once everything opens up. I already do. I know, right? And so make sure you're maximizing your travel dollar. Make sure you're getting the most of every ounce of your dollar. So if you are going to go to Alaska, and this is a dream trip for you, and you're probably only going to do it once, pick the best experience for you. Don't pigeonhole yourself and say, well, this is my only option. There are so many ways to experience Alaska and Silver Sea, like you said, is definitely a great way to do it, where it is like, you know what, we're going to splurge, we're going to enjoy our traveling, everything's going to be taken care of, we're going to have a personal butler, we're going to be on a smaller ship, we'll get into some really cool places. If that's what you're looking for, go for it, but book it now, because the prices for travel, travel's going to be the hottest commodity next year. And if you lock it in now, you're going to be ahead of everybody else. Those are just a few of the examples that we found, and that's why it's always good to work with a travel agent. That's just one of the things that we help you with. Here's an excerpt from an article that I recently read about travel agents that really struck me. It really really hit home for me. And this is from a guy named Dave, who is the number one worldwide passenger on Ama Waterways. The cruise line that Disney uses for its adventures by Disney River Cruises. It's also the cruise line that we filmed for a few years ago. And they are our favorite in that category. And I'm going to paraphrase here. If you call a cruise line directly, you'll pay the same market price for whatever you ask, which includes a marketing expense. So when you do, the cruise lines and hotels are thrilled because you're booking directly with them. They get to keep that marketing or advertising cost for themselves and you don't get any extra discount. You'll also rarely be steered towards the best options for you. But instead, you'll be offered the rack rate, or 
exactly what you ask for. When you book direct, it's up to you to have already done the homework and the agent in the call center is not necessarily going to point you in a better direction. If you book online with someone like Booking.com or Expedia, those online vendors from the big conglomerates are thrilled because they earn that extra commission merely for having a website that allows you to do all the work by clicking and entering all of your own information. They don't have to service you, talk to you, advise you, guide you, or even have a face to show you, much less a person to contact when something goes wrong. They just give you an easy way to book and provide some pictures. In both of the cases above, you're more or less on your own, and different vendors have varying degrees of quality in their post-sale service. And that's exactly what we do at Creating Magic Vacations. And thank you, Dave, for putting this so eloquently. This has been one of the things we have been dealing with for the past probably about six weeks now, six or seven weeks. Definitely more than 30 days. Yeah. As things have been canceled, because you know what? Sometimes I even have a client right now who they have a cruise that they haven't made their final payment on and they're thinking they want to go ahead and cancel it, but they're in penalty as far as deposits go with this particular cruise, the category they booked in. And I told them, you know what I would do? Just hold off. And let's wait and see if your cruise gets canceled. Because if the cruise gets canceled, you can get your money back. And if, you know, if it goes on, then, you know, we will deal with that then. I said, but you're not risking anything. If they had booked direct, they're going to say, oh, you want to cancel your cruise? Great. It's been canceled. Your penalty is $625. You're going to get $150 back and they'll be done with you. I'm trying to help preserve her money because that's what we do as travel advisors. Just like the the family that wanted to go on the smaller ship, I wasn't going to let them book that cruise, even though it was a great price, because that was not the experience they wanted. Because we know the client. Yeah, we know the client. And I think it goes, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, well, what's the difference if I book with you or if I book direct with like a Costco? There's a huge difference. And if somebody doesn't recognize that, I mean, it comes back to this, in my opinion. A lot of people are upset about the small businesses that aren't getting some of the relief money. It's going to big companies. So you have like a Ruth Chris who got $20 million and then you have these smaller companies that don't have anything. So next time you're thinking- You mean like our company where we got nothing? Yeah. So next time you're thinking, hey, I'm going to go ahead. um, Costco's offering me some crazy gift card. Rethink that decision because they are not going to advise you and protect you and really offer an experience. They're transactional. When you book with a good travel agent, it's more an experiential transaction because it's more about you and less about your money. Another way to think about this is when you're thinking about the most incredible, tasty, juicy, prime beef, Wagyu hamburger, you're not going to think McDonald's. That's transactional. You're going to think of a high-end restaurant. And I'm not going to use a chain here because all of you that are listening to this, you have a high-end restaurant in your area that's not a chain. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is the place I'm going to go to for a steak. You can buy a steak at the grocery store. That's transactional. Or you can go and have the experience. And you can hear the steak sizzling as they bring it to your table. The server, not the waiter, the server is going to tell you why this cut is better than the other. So when it comes down to it, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're buying, you're buying the experience sometimes more than the actual product. 
And from a small business owner standpoint, I really hope that Ruth Chris does not keep that $20 million because that is ridiculous. Ruth Chris is the kind of company that has the ability to just walk into a bank and say, we need a credit line. They do not need government help. Guess who does? The people who do, the individual travel agents out there that are working their butts off for their clients, and they did not get any government help. So keep that in mind when you're doing your shopping. Yeah, I'm looking forward to supporting lots of even just like local travel areas close by once everything opens back up. Because in your own backyard, there are places that you can go and experience where you live. Like, for example, Alaska. Anybody who is listening to the show who lives in Alaska, this summer, go in your backyard and go explore and go on some of those tours that normally the cruise passengers would go on. But go experience that because they're not going to get any cruise passengers for a long time. And if you're a small business in Alaska and you would like some more visitors, you can clearly, you can invite us. Yeah, and we'll, we'll come, come hang out. <laughs> we'll have a nice Alaskan beer, enjoy some nice smoked salmon, and we'll talk about you on this show. All expenses are going to be provided by said sponsor. That's all we have for this week, my friend. Thank you so much for spending your very valuable time with us. And if you could do us a quick favor, if you have not yet given us a five-star review, please not only just hit the five stars, but actually write a review. Let us know what you are enjoying and also help spread the word about Travel Talk Weekly. We would really appreciate it. You can grab a link from wherever you listen to the show and share it with a friend, somebody who's looking to travel. Join us next week as we share our story on how the coronavirus affected our personal travel and the adjustments that we made. We hope you and your family are safe and secure and staying healthy and also have a trip on the books that you are looking forward to. And of course, if you need some help with that, we are here to help. Until next time, think about this. We live in a great, big, beautiful world. Get out there and see it. And remember, never stop exploring.